You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 26 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen. What's going on? How did you survive Purim? (laughs) I didn't dress up. Because because this is filed under the Jewish life in the Jewish life section of the podcast. How is how is Purim? How is your Purim? Neither Purim was good. It like came and went. Like it came and went. I don't know. It came and went with the one exception of we had the big dispute. I know. You on and Facebook. I, you and I ended up on which is unfathomable almost. We I know. On, we like share a brain. We were on different sides of the huge of, divide. Of the thing. I'm, I'm a huge divide about prune humantoshin. Dude, I, it's honestly, I don't know. I don't know what your problem is with prune humantoshin. It's awesome. They're the saddest of all of the humantoshin. Why? Because Why? they're prune. Dude, no, no, hold no, they're good. Let's break I mean, this I down. wouldn't sit down and eat like a bowl of prunes. Let's break this down a little I, bit. I would. Let's right. break it down. Prunes. Okay. Who eats prunes? Uh, old people and babies. People who suffer from incontinence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You eat stewed. Although prunes when from... I suffer from incontinence, I basically I have like huevos rancheros. Okay, that's you. And a cup of coffee. I'm that's fine. you. That's you. Okay. But the average. 75-year-old Jewish woman (laughs) (laughs) who suffers from incontinence eats stewed prunes for crying out loud. I don't want them them in my cookie. (laughs) So wait, so here's it has nothing to do with the way it tastes. Oh no. It's the idea that when you get older and you might be incontinent and someone might say to you, have a bowl of stewed prunes. It might be me, in fact, that would say, Did you try a bowl of stewed prunes? You probably would say that. You know what? Those two answers are not knowing that knowing that when we're seventy five yeah. and that we've had this conversation, I'm definitely going to tell you that when you're seven, that seriously. when you're in but, but seriously, but it's not just it's the yummy. idea. The idea of it, yes, is bad enough. But okay. the actual, like, if you're going to rank the tastes of the different yeah. kinds of hubbentation, okay, what's your ranking? You gotta go. Well, first of all, people don't even throw the poppy seed thing on me. It's not even like a top three no, poppy bagel. Seed, poppy seed is good. Poppy no, seed is not. good. You know, you know what? I'll forgive you for that because you just don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it's more naive. How is it that I don't know? Because you don't know. From all right, the good so give poppy. Me, throw throw your top hummus right. on me. Well, I'm gonna put chocolate aside because that's not even really a thing. I, I, I think chocolate hummus is not real hummus. It's not really a thing. It's only a right. It's like a cinnamon raisin bagel. Exactly. So we'll put okay. those aside. Okay. Raspberry. Love raspberry. Who doesn't? It's awesome. Who does? It's the best so, hummus. Exactly. So that's clearly ranked number one. Okay, number one raspberry. Number one. Um, and then it's all downhill from there because, um, obviously the, the poppy is very controversial because very people controversial. think like it's not sweet, but you know what? Poppy seed is very good. Okay. It's very good. Okay. I'm not a huge apricot fan. Oh, that's my number two. Really? Yeah. I like the apricot. You I, you know what? I wouldn't kick it out of bed, but... <laughs> 
But you know, it's like an orange sucking candy. It's good. I'm not, you know, I don't mind it that much, but it's certainly. And then last, trailing well behind the others, is prune. Prune prune is what you need. It's a top three. Well, there are only it's three a top kinds. Three. We only have four kinds that we're counting. No, but it's still. I would eat. I would. You know what I would You'd do? You'd have prune over. Pocket. I would. I would have raspberry every single day. Everybody would. Okay. The hands then, down winner. Then if, if there was, you know, if there was like chocolate, poppy, even though chocolate's not a thing, chocolate, yeah. poppy, apricot, and prune. Yeah. You could, I would take a little smidge of the apricot and uh-huh. a little smidge of the prune. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is the total home run. This is everything I want right now. That's like the everything bagel of the Hubbentoshan? Mm, no, it would just be like, it would satisfy, it would all, satisfy. My, all my tastes. Yeah. You know what? Poppy, no way. I would never eat a poppy of Hubbentoshan. Yeah, I think you haven't had it. I'd rather that. eat any almost anything else. So... My belief is that people eat the prune only when there's nothing else left. <laughs> it's not true. It's I totally go. And my mom agrees. Yeah, I was shocked <laughs> and quite frankly upset. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I know you were upset, but I had to go with my mom on I, this one. And that upset me even more. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, look, you know, it's genetic. How could you I, take your mom's side over me? It's genetic. It's genetic. I burst forth from her loins. I mean, you know, it makes total sense. Not really. It makes total sense. Not really. It does. Look, my mom might be listening to this. She might what? not be. I would take. Yeah. I, I would take her side over my mom. <laughs> you would. <laughs> well, on Humantashen, what's her favorite Humantashen? Uh, that's a good question. My mom, that, like prune, is my mom's favorite. I'm, you know what? I bet you my mom would go with prune also. Yeah, it's nice with a cup of coffee. Oh my god! <laughs> There's nothing better. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, if you're eating humintosh, prune humantashen and drinking coffee, you should be very close to a bathroom. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Enjoy. Very close to and, very, and very close to your 75th birthday. Seriously. Enjoy your coffee and prune humantashen, but stay close to home. At 3 o'clock, I like a little bit of coffee and a prune humantashen. When I get up, from up for the rest of the day. When I get up from my nap... <laughs> All right, that's, I'm never moving to Florida. No, no. That's like what they say in Florida. That's, oh what, that's what they say in Florida all year round. All year round. Humintoshin. You can get them in year round, right? You can get them in New York. It doesn't have round. to be Purim, right? Humantash, and they're not just for Purim anymore. <laughs> no, it's like, you know how you used to like get certain fruits at certain time of the year? Exactly. And now you can get it every time of the year? Right. Humantash, and you can get it any time well, of the year. Well, there's, no there's no real reason why you can't just bake Humantash all year round. <laughs> there's nothing... I know there's, we the girls made... The girls made their own hamantasha. Have they it's turned quite out? Good. Yeah. No, they were good. There was a couple that failed. Like they, they, I ate the failures. They, they, <laughs> they. Of course, they were supposed to be the hat. You know, the the Haman's hat, and it just like fell flat. It was like a pancake with raspberry on it. I was like, well, what could be wrong with that? And it was good. It was very good. As long as the dough is good, you're you're right. all set. Yeah, you're exactly. all set. I mean, I don't know about those kosher hamantasha now. Look. Again, desperate times. You can't times. use butter. I mean, like, fuck it. Desperate, you might as well not do it. Desperate times call. You can have <laughs> butter. They just, they're, they're dairy. You can have dairy humantashen. And <sighs> like I was about to say, desperate times call for desperate measures. If all you guys are kosher humantashen in front of you, <laughs> you're eating it. You're eating them. Humantashen uh, is actually plural. For is hum, it? Yeah. Humantash, it would be the singular. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Humantashin. Hamantashen. Uh, can I just say sure. that Haman 
Yeah. Total douchebag. Bad guy. Bad guy. Makes he a suck. makes a hell of a cookie though. <laughs> it's, it's great cookie, but he was a dick. He was an asshole. But can we talk about how fucking crazy things are? I mean, now we're on the subject of Purim. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, the evangelicals, led by the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, yeah. who is also a like religious fundamentalist, he's a believes he's a that. They believe that President Trump was put on this earth no, he to save the Jewish people. He said he might, may have been. May have been. May have been. Okay. I just can't get over the, like, is it like Trump in drag as Queen Esther? I mean, like, oh what, my what's God. going on? But Queen Esther was a Jew and Trump isn't. But let me just say, first of all, I have a couple I, I'm confused. There was all this stuff about Trump as Queen Esther this week and I <laughs> didn't get it. I thought Rudy Giuliani was the one who dressed up in drag. <laughs> he, he does like to go. He does like to dress in drag. <laughs> so here's here. I have a couple thoughts about Uncle this. Fester in drag. <laughs> so horrible. I have a oh couple thoughts about this Mike Pompeo thing. Okay. That Trump may have been put on earth to right, save right. the Jewish people. One, He's smart enough to hedge on that one. Yeah, He's just hedging. A, it could have been. It's a good hedge. It could have been, but maybe not. I could have seen a pig fly out my window just before it <laughs> flying past my window. Trump may have been put on the surface. May, have been, to may not have been. It's okay. Like so 80%. Let, me, yeah, let, me, let okay. me just tell you, like, I have a lot of thoughts on this. But my first one is this. If he were, if God were to put somebody on earth to save the Jewish people, <laughs> fuck man, you should have done it like 75 years ago. <laughs> well, that's number one. That's one. That's my first problem. Okay. You should have fucking saved us before 6 million Jews got killed right. in the Holocaust. Right. Two. Okay. okay that's so an now, obvious one. That's my big that's one. A, that's a layoff. Yeah. What's your second thing? That's okay. my layoff. Now here, so I have like three. The third okay. one you're going to be, you'll like. You'll like the third okay. one. Okay. But not the second one? No, the I'll second one's it. good. Okay. The second one is good. I don't like my politicians dabbling in religion. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that ship sailed long ago. Okay. Okay, now, number three. Number three. I. What if, because it's very possible that Trump is actually the 12th and hidden imam. <laughs> no, he's the Moshiach. No, he's the hidden imam. <laughs> See, I knew you'd like this one. And, I, and that was no layup. <laughs> how is he I the hidden imam? Because how, why, I don't know if he is and I don't know if he is. Oh, so wait, he could have been put on this earth to save the Jews or he could be the hidden imam. Right. He may well like, may be. Right, because Pompeo said, well, he may be. He may so be. There is also a possibility he might be the, the hidden imam. Yes, he could absolutely. be the second coming of Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> he could be. Ask he the evangelicals. They will tell you that he is. So I think it's best when our top diplomat sticks to <laughs> diplomacy and saves... <laughs> The religious mumbo-jumbo for the Christian Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. saves, oh my God. saves the religious mumbo-jumbo for the religious for Mike, for Mike Pence and the other <laughs> evangelicals. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh or for God. Franklin Graham. How about that? <laughs> Leave it to Franklin Graham. I mean, seriously. Do you... When they talk about, like... You know, creeping Sharia in the United States. We've got fucking Christian crazy people yes. running this country. Well, I mean, that's the astonishing irony of all this is that all these people running around talking about creeping Sharia and Sharia law, and we have basically 
Christian fundamentalists. Yes. Who, you know, not that different from Muslim fundamentalists. I mean, you know, the, the, the evangelicals in this country don't believe in democracy. They believe in God's law, uh, trumping, uh, no pun intended, trumping uh, man's right. law. Uh, and they have no tolerance for other religions. I mean, how is that different from the Muslim Brotherhood? Uh, in my opinion, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's so not. the only difference is is which book you believe in. Exactly. It's which, I mean, it's not like it's not like the Jewish fundamentalists are, are much better. No, it's just which fairy tale are you putting your right. money behind? You got three. God, you are godless. You are a godless communist from the Upper West Side. Guilty. <laughs> I'm not a that's communist. the best. That's the best response to when people like accuse you like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're so, not? Wait. What, and your point is? Yeah, you're, you're, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. I'm not a communist, though, but uh, I am a godless heathen. Speaking Don't of... Don't tell my mother. <laughs> I know. What happens? What do you mean? When mom finds out that you are a godless heathen. She'll be like, all right, Whatever. I mean, at this point, you are the black sheep of the family. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Um, But wait a second. Speaking of losing the thread or actually not having the thread to start. Yeah. So it has been a little more than 24 hours since Robert Mueller delivered his report. Oh, fascinating read. (laughs) Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, not Jewish, by the way. Wait, Who, Rob Rosenstein's not Jewish? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. You got to shake that family tree a little bit harder, I, Stephen. I'm Rob, not sure Rob, Rob Rosenstein's got. There's got to be Jewish blood in there. I, but I don't think he's a practicing heat. But neither am I. So I don't know. Anyway, so you but I am. Need, kinda, I mean, we just had a whole conversation about home touch, and so it must you don't be need to practice. You don't need to practice. Right. I am you're, the. You're I I'm the like walking expression of Judaism and Jewish values and all that's good about Jesus. No, bring me the bacon. (laughs) That's right. I don't need to abide by any of these rules because I'm just, I'm like self-actualized as the perfect Jew. Okay. So, so Rod Rosenstein then gives, what? I'm self-actualized. Go ahead. (laughs) I just have to appreciate that. Rod Rosenstein, not a self-actualized perfect Jew. He, he might be. transmits anybody who serves Trump can't possibly be. Um, even if it, even with his contention. What con- about the ambassador to the to Israel? He's like the least Jewish person. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he gives it to the Attorney General Robert Barr, who's not a Jew either. Not a Jew, definitely not. And this is five. So we're a little more than twenty four hours. For twenty four hours. Yeah. CNN and MSNBC, I'm sure not Fox, have been talking and have been having panel after panel after panel of experts and anchors discussing a report that they haven't seen. Nobody's read this. So let's be clear that all of the analysis that's going on right now is pure speculation. Talk about a show about nothing. I mean, that's exactly what this is. It's a show show about about nothing nothing. So, so but, but apparently, but it's going to get even crazier because Barr says he's going to relay some of the contents by the end of the weekend. So tomorrow, I guess. You know, I don't this know. I'm is supposed what to happens. be on MSNBC on Monday. There's no way You're I'm going to be on. This is I'm what totally happens. Bummed. This is what happens once football season ends. <laughs> 
There's nothing going on on Sundays anymore. They're like, by the end of the weekend, I might drop some news. I might drop this thing. And by the way, everybody's going to be disappointed by it. Oh, and by the way, we're going to then talk about it nonstop. Oh my god, a week. But already, everybody on the left is setting up for. Oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. It there is. are no more indictments it coming. Is. There are no more indictments. There are no more indictments. Nobody else is getting arrested. What about Don Jr.? What about Jared? Nope. Nobody's nope. getting arrested. Nope. Guess what? We don't know shit. We don't know shit. But so, I, that doesn't stop know. us from talking about anything, though. I'm, I don't know. It's never stopped us before. <laughs> so it's been quite a spectacle. And my, you know, my mom is here, uh-huh. and she is an MSNBC junkie. She's a, um, an, avid, an avid watcher. She is an avid watcher of MSNBC. I think sometimes she flips over to CNN, but she is an avid watcher of MSNBC. So as soon as I got that alert on my phone, I told her, and she, this, her back has been bothering her terribly, terribly. She's been in terrible pain. Really? So bad. Yeah, Nana has been having a hard time. And as soon as I got the alert on my phone, I told her, she took off like a shot to the TV. Where's that remote control? Say, watch. I was like, Ma! I was like, Ma! Then no one's seen it. I still There's have my remote to watch. control. <laughs> it's really not funny because this is why not- this shit goes on, is because everybody's addicted to it. And oh the networks keep... Dude, they, I haven't, I haven't like looked at Twitter. I'm afraid to look at Twitter. They're like I'm drug so, pushers. Talk about them. people talking shit. About nothing they don't know anything about. That is Twitter. It's horrible. By the <laughs> way, I tweeted back at you today. You didn't respond to my tweet. Because I won't look at Twitter. You didn't, I, since, no, I tweeted back the, to the you. The Mueller report is in the hands of the Attorney General. When did you, I am not, when I, did you I, tweet I, I read an out. interesting article about, about uh, ancient Egyptian artifacts. Right, and I tweeted back to you. Well, I, I shared it on Twitter, but I didn't open oh, you didn't tweet look, deck. Oh, no. You didn't no, you know I won't. I, do you know what I tweeted back to This you? is Weekend of Mueller, Mueller Reporter. Well, how would you pronounce his name? I will not Mueller. look at Twitter. Mueller? Mueller? Mueller. Bueller? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Meanwhile, that guy's a douche also. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ben Stein. Ben Stein. <laughs> he is. Is he a Trumpster? Yes, come on. He is a Trumpster. Though. I mean, yeah. I know he's like a right-wing commentator. He's a fucking Pretend lunatic. economist. Yeah, he I is mean, a, he's a pretend economist. He, he taught an econ class and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and somehow, like, then I see him on TV, like, talking about the economy. I was like, and that wasn't wait even a second. He was the high school economics teacher in Ferris Bueller. How is he on TV giving economic analysis? What I thought fuck? that was a home economics course. <laughs> <laughs> is that not home ec? I didn't know Ben Stein was a Trumpster. Oh, yeah. So you know yeah. what I tweeted back at you? That you so you you shared an article about why and this is interesting, right? Why all about of these, why a lot of Egyptian artifacts don't have their noses, and it was written by a guy who's a curator at the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah, and his right. his argument was it was basically vandalism, right? Well, it was it, it, no, it wasn't just vandalism. There was some vandal, but the vandalism had a point. It wasn't right. just vandalism no, for no. the sake of vandalism. Uh, right, okay, I know. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so my response to you was the real act of vandalism was the fact that all of these artifacts were taken out of Egypt and moved to museums around the world. Boom! That's oh my god, the they're like that's the vandalism dude, right there. Dude, oh my god, you should 
I oh, my God. You should tweet that. Spoken like a real social justice warrior. I right? know. I'm a communist from the FOSA. <laughs> I'm a godless, godless New York communist. Jesus. There is a lot. There is a lot of Egyptian stuff that is not dude, in Egypt. Dude, go to the British and Museum. Been, you know, and in the way... And the way people have often said it's like, it's basically like, I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. It's like, oh, the natives, they can't take care of this. Stuff. <laughs> it's so terrible. I have two words for you. Yes. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they oh, find like, the Rosetta Stone, Stephen? In which country? Mm, Egypt. And where does the Rosetta Stone reside? Not in Egypt. In the British Museum? (laughs) Last time I checked, that was in London. (laughs) It is indeed. Um, Yeah, so how did it get from point A to point B? Mm, It was taken. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Speaking of Egypt, and speaking of our people, Uh uh there's a new twist. Passover's Passover's coming. But there's a new twist on Exodus, my friend. It's called... Jexidus. Jama Jexidus. Movement of Jama people. What is, can you enlighten our <laughs> listeners who don't know about Jexidus? So, Do tell, Stephen Cook. Well, you sent me the article from the Times and you yeah. told me to get my puke emoji out. <laughs> but so apparently. I had to prep you. Apparently. <laughs> There is this effort underway yeah. on the part of Trumpsters who share our faith to move Jews who mm-hmm. vote in huge numbers for the Democratic Party. Like, set what, 78% of Jews voted for Hillary Clinton? No, I think it was more like 71, but I'm pretty sure that in the, in the midterms, the number got pushed to like 78 or 79%. Okay, so a, a reliable yeah. block of Democratic Party yeah. voters are yeah. Jews. Uh-huh. Um, think, and, think, so, yeah. and so after the Ilhan Omar affair <laughs> and a number of other incidents recently... Let's not forget. Num- let's not forget Trump moving the uh, M- the Israeli embassy to Jerusalem and you mean the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem and, and then declaring U.S. sovereignty, uh, Israeli sovereignty over the Golan. That would be okay. Yeah. Right. So who's um, more pro-Israel than Trump? Right, and he's saying, "Oh my God, the Democratic Party is so anti-Semitic. It's so anti-Israel." But there's but there's this been this movement of people. Jews are in the Trump orbit. Yeah. Or like are they're on Fox News. I don't know who the hell these people are. Anyway, they they have coined this term Jexodus. And the idea is to encourage fellow Jews to leave the Democratic Party. But it's more insidious than that. Okay. Because they position it as we're a movement of Democrats who are leaving. We're a movement of people who are leaving the Democratic Party. But they were never Democrats. No, the people. That's the point. Right. So they're trying to create this illusion. As but they're so stupid. I read that article about that woman. What's her name? I don't know. She's horrible. She's like an Instagram. And the guy who. And, and a Fox and Friends. How did she ever end up on Fox and Friends? What was her, what was her qualification? Not that you have to be qualified she to be on Fox the, She worked for the Trump campaign and she's uh, an attractive woman. Like, that's all you need. And, like, her Instagram is, like, bikini shots? So I don't know. She's a spokesmodel. Oh that's, she's a spokesmodel. Uh, and then God. the guy who announced And so she's leading the effort it. for Jexodus? What's I mean, the do they think of, we're stupid? What? Yes, they do. But what's the name <laughs> of the guy who announced it? And oh. 
whatever the CPAC or wherever he announced it. I don't he's, know. Douche, douche he's, team? He's like, a doucheberg. He's friends like he and Sebastian <laughs> Gorka cooked this. I know, right? That's right. That's right. There are a bunch of Jews that like Sebastian Gorka. That's uh, crazy. Lee Zeldin, the, the oh Republican God. congressman from Long Island, opened his re-election campaign with Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka's father was a Nazi. Okay, you, you don't, you can't answer for everything your parents. He's did. a Hungarian. But he's walking Nazi. around with the same medal on his. He's jacket. a member of that same Hungarian but, Nazi party. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, let's not. Let's be clear. Where's Michael Brooks when you need him? I know. Where's Michael Brooks? Where's Michael Brooks for the the Gorka? <laughs> you know, ever I since mean, I can do it okay, but Michael does it great. Sebastian Gorka. Gorka. Ever Dr. since Gorka. Ever since Doctor Gorka's status was uh, downgraded, was downgraded. You don't hear as much from him anymore. There's not, there's not. You can't go much lower than Sebastian Gorka. But look, he was in the administration for a while. <laughs> he, you know what? He didn't actually have a position. His only thing was to go on TV and to say stupid things on behalf of the administration. Like he didn't have a security clearance. I don't well. think he had even had an office. T- didn't Jared Kushner not, not really have a security clearance either? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a lot of people that don't have. But anyway, so are we leaving the Democratic Party? Jack does. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you know what? I'd leave the country. I would, know, before I, I joined the Republican Party and the Trumpsters, of, if you I'd go find, to New Zealand, baby. If you can find somebody who's a true, who's I truly, was trying to mimic a New Zealand accent. I can't do it. Good luck. Good luck. It's really right hard. Now. If you yeah. can find somebody who you know who is a tried and true Democratic voter who legitimately says, "I'm leaving the party because I'm now supporting Trump because I think he is the most pro-Israel president ever," I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet him. Mm-hmm. I really would. I can think of I can think of a few candidates for that. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Maybe there are a few. You know what? If this is your if this is your one issue, right? right. And I've said this before. Right. The definition of white privilege. <laughs> the no, definition isn't, isn't of that, privilege. If, isn't that kind of like if you're if you vote if you're a one issue right, voter? Right, that's what I'm about to say. Uh, if you're a one issue voter and your one issue isn't even in this country. Yeah. You're the most privileged person alive. No, I thought they're Israel firsters. I mean, there are people like right, that. Right, but there are. But again, think about how much privilege you have to have for <laughs> right. the one so thing. like not worried about I have a right. one issue voter and my one issue is Israel. Your life is fucking great, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you don't worry about the economy. You don't worry Education, about taxes. Healthcare. You don't worry about anything. Because you're, rights, too, you're more worried about who has Guns. sovereignty in Jerusalem. And that's what keeps you up at night and nothing else. You know what? Your life is pretty good. That's Your life why. in this country is pretty good. So, but most, I suspect most of those people are not Democrats. They they're never like, have you been. Know, they're part of the Republican Jewish coalition. Exactly. They never have been. So again, if anybody who voted for Hillary in the last election and voted Democrat in the and midterms is moving over, and is, is now so angry, so angry at Ilhan Omar and all of the others, any of the others, and right. you're now deciding that you're going to cast your lot with the Republicans, give us a call. Email us. I mean, us I, up on not, making light, not making light of what Ilhan Omar did. Although, no. we were discussing the other day her, her op-ed in the Washington Post. She said she was in favor of two states. Right. And so if that's the last word on it, I'm, fine. that's fine. That's all good. I don't, if, I mean, if she bothers you more than Charlottesville bothered you, <laughs> 
or or Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Or I mean any number of things. Trump Trump at the at the Hanukkah, the White House Hanukkah party talking to American Jews. Well, your country talking yeah. about Israel. We or, love your country. Or Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka. So the if, Nazi from Hungary. Exactly. So if you're more bothered by Ilhan Omar than you are by all of those things, I or have, like Chuck Grassley talking about how Soros funded I, protesters. I have a secret for you. Go. You're Did not, you get a check from George? You're not really a Democrat. <laughs> if if that bothers you more oh, I than all your secret of them, was no. that you finally got paid for no. protesting. Oh no. Oh. That check is. Oh, if you're if you're if you're yeah. if you if you're only interested in Israel. No. Uh, if you're more bothered, if you're more bothered by Ilhan Omar than you are by all of those other things that we just talked about, all yes. of those, all of those anti-Semites, all of the Charlottesville stuff, all of Trump's but isn't, ridiculousness, isn't it, then you're not a Democrat. Like, let's be dude, clear, you're not leaving the party. The, the party has everywhere you. is so it's so rank and gross. Rank, dude, it, it's unbelievable. This week, this week, Hamas. Like attacked seventy journalists in Gaza, seventy Palestinian journalists got it. They were thrown in jail. They were beaten up. Whatever. I haven't. Have you heard one thing about it in the mainstream press? Have you? Where were all the people on Twitter who like freak out about all the uh, the professional outrage about about where, Israel? Where's where the were BDS? They? Where's the BDS? Where's the BDS folks about? Yeah. Where were they? Hypocrisy is just rank everywhere. So. It's, Except Everywhere. for here, except for except here. for except for the two of us, we're the least. We're we're, we're not hypocrites. No, we're but the everybody else is. We're the conscience of the nation. I just can't deal. I, I totally can't deal. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. I Talia, think I need a prune humantasha. Talia can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a prune humantasha to make myself feel better. I think no, seriously, dude. I, I, I I don't know what what I'm gonna do when. When the Mueller the, report comes it, out? No, right. Yeah. Like, it's out, and people have been talking about it for a day and But again, half. again, nobody knows what's in it, but everybody has already and reached their conclusions. And this who, is why I didn't reply to your tweet. Well, you should look at it. But you know what? Right. Don't expect the Mueller report to be the silver bullet that's going to save our democracy. If there's one common theme that you and I have had throughout this entire show, besides the importance of a good hagba. Yes. It is to get out there, be active. Yes. Vote. I get know. out there, organize. Like the, Don't depend you know on somebody else. You know what I'm well, you know what I fear? The 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 Mueller Mueller the, Mueller the report, report. The report. The report. Is not gonna be like the democratic liberal wet dream that everybody wanted it to be, and it's gonna totally take the sales. The wind out, uh, the of, wind out of not the sails out of the wind. The wind out of the sails of lots of people, and okay. it'll be harder to get people out into to okay. protest outrageously. Even what? now, what? Temporarily, maybe. Okay, but we still have a long. Dude, the treatment, the, the mistreatment, yeah. the mistreatment of children, the yeah. concentration camps, in which the, children and their families are living right now. Yeah. You would think that people would be out in the streets about this stuff. There are so many things that we should be camped out in the streets every day. Dude, like in every France. Day. Yeah. In, you, people get out on the streets. I mean, I'm not saying that there should be a yellow, a violent yellow vest protest here, but like, yeah. God damn, it must, it must be so good for so many people here it that is. they'd rather, 
Yeah. It's, a, it's a combination. They can't be bothered. Of, it's a combination of good for some and other people who we know are having getting screwed over because of the racism. They don't care. Right. And then the rest. Then there's the rest of us, and the rest of us need to. You know, we need to know. we need to do what we have to do, and at some but point, can we fit gonna, that protest in between soccer practice and play? Well, that's it. We got other shit going on, and you know <laughs> what? So there are bad. a lot of distractions. And the new iPhone is coming so out, bad. and you know, what about my show on Netflix? That I gotta watch. It's bread and circuses, my friend. Uh, so, I feel bad. No, you got to do something about it. I feel so bad. No, we're gonna do something. I'm getting out there. All right. All right, man. I'm out we, there. <laughs> Will you Facebook live it so I can like it for you? Yeah. Everybody like everybody like <laughs> hashtag, my protest. Hashtag Brad in the street. Free Brad. Hash, hashtag like my protest. <laughs> I want to get a lot of likes for my protest, okay? Uh, Free Brad. Because your because your personal self-worth is Exactly. Is if I don't get at le- if I protest and I don't get at least five hundred likes, what's the point of me protesting? Dude, that's like I refresh my tweet deck ten <laughs> seconds after I after yeah. I tweet something brilliant. Like, who, oh who, who saw how smart I am? Who saw how smart I am? And it's, dude, it's like crap. Who noticed how smart I am? You. Can you notice how smart I am? <laughs> and then I get sad when people don't notice my, <laughs> You're my smart. Twitter my, my, my Hey, look at me. Look at me. You know what's sad? You can go on Twitter and you can tell the people who are like, hey, look at me. I haven't gotten enough attention. Look at me. <laughs> Leave my account alone, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will admit I have fun, particularly on Facebook when I wasn't feeling well this week and I post a sad, sad Stephen not feeling well photo. The Stephen not feeling well persona is really something. <laughs> the, the, I, the I have a cold, everybody pity me. <laughs> and of course, nobody pities me. Because it's all about, I hope Lauren's out shopping. I hope Lauren's out drinking with exactly. her friends. I hope Lauren's having a great time. Lauren gets a lot of likes on those days. Though. I know. I get nothing. Nothing. People asking for my stuff after I die. Who does that? My friend Felicia. She wants my Van Halen stuff. No. Yeah. Sorry. That's what she wants it. I got damn so. My friend Herb from high school is like, dude, did you go looking for a plot? I was like, I'm too sick. Yeah, I can't go out. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, Felicia, I got dibs on the Van Halen stuff. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, all right. All right. Well, all right, I'm, glad you're fe- I'm glad you're feeling better, Steve. Oh, thank Well, my mom came down to take care yes. of me because no one else here would. Iris Cook in the house. Iris Nana's in the house. All right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Get out in the streets, everyone. Get out there.